Hey everyone, today we want to talk about a situation that occurred at my hospital the other day. So I admitted a patient for a diabetic foot ulcer, and let's say for the purpose of this episode, let's call this patient John. So admitting patients with diabetic foot ulcers are quite common at our hospital. Usually they come in, they get intravenous antibiotics, we consult the podiatrist or the foot doctors, they schedule them for surgery, and then they eventually go home or they go to rehab depending upon the extent of the surgery. Well, John was sort of unique in that he was a direct admission from a nursing home. So that should have been my first red flag, but we'll get into more of that later. Anyway, uh, I accepted John, I started him on IV antibiotics, and I consulted the foot doctor for surgery. Now, what I've been doing on my end for every patient is screening them for coronavirus, you know, regardless of why they're coming into the hospital. So John was no different, and I tested him as well. He was tested on the day of admission, and then his test results came back negative the next day. Two days after he was admitted, I got a call from the charge nurse stating that he was tested for COVID-19 at the nursing home, and that his test came back positive. I was like, what? Excuse me, you did not tell me this. Did I not mention that? Well, I guess that might have slipped through the cracks. Not slipped through the cracks at all. Are you going to go sleep upstairs now? Well, first off, we were never informed that he was being tested for coronavirus at the nursing home. Okay, so you got to give me that. I had no clue he was being tested. Secondly, since John was not presenting with any symptoms consistent with coronavirus, he was placed on a regular floor. (laughs) I can't right now. What is happening? All right. Let Let me start off by saying this. What we've done is we've separated our hospital into COVID and non COVID units. Okay. Problem is, is that this guy for two days was sitting on a non COVID unit, having multiple hospital workers going in and potentially getting exposed. You know, you're saying this. And as you're talking, my blood pressure is rising. Well, I'm sorry. You're sorry. I hope you have a good uh, ending to this. Well, let me tell you the rest of the story. The nurse who was taking care of him was also taking care of four other patients on the same floor. And I was also seeing other patients on the same unit as well. So you can see how we were potentially exposing other patients. Thankfully, we made it a hospital policy to wear a mask at all times. So any personnel going in and out of that room are somewhat protected whether it be the doctor, the nurse, the social worker, the aide, the physical therapist, anyone and everyone is wearing a mask. So that's good. For additional protection, I'm also wearing goggles when I see all my patients. So I knew I wasn't exposed, but you never know. So what did we do? I guess that's what you wanna know, right? I've been waiting real patiently. Well, first things first is that we tested him on the day he was admitted and his test came back negative. That's good, right? Yes, of course. So about that. That wasn't really an accurate test because the nurse told us that when she collected the test, she was not able to obtain 
a good sample. Who is this nurse? I mean, it's not her fault. Have you ever seen how they collect the tests for these patients? No, no, but I've heard it's very invasive. Yeah, for those of you who have not seen how this test is collected, I want you to Google it. Because what they do, the way this test is administered is they place a cotton swab all the way to the back of each nostril and hold it there for five seconds. This can be a bit squeamish for patients as they tend to move around a lot. So naturally, this guy got tested. The nurse could not obtain a good sample because he kept moving around. And all of a sudden, I could not trust the results that I had gotten when he was first admitted. Okay, so what did you do then? Well, next we made a contact trace list of anyone and everyone who went in and out of that room. Unfortunately, that was pretty much everyone on that floor. Okay, that's it. You are sleeping upstairs for the next two weeks. I knew that was coming. Well, anyways, we transferred the patient to the COVID unit. The COVID doctors in that unit tested him again. This time they were able to get an adequate sample and his test came back negative the next day. So that's good. So he was tested again the following day as well. And that also came back negative. So he had two tests when he went to the COVID unit and they both came back negative. We also wanted to collect a sputum sample to see if this virus was present in other parts of his respiratory tract. Because we do know that just because his nasal sample was coming back negative, it could very well be that the virus may not have been present at the back of his nose. It could be present in other parts of his respiratory tract, including his lungs. That's why we tried to collect a sputum sample to increase our detection to picking up this virus. Unfortunately, this guy was asymptomatic and was not able to cough and give us a sputum sample for us to collect. Anyways, with two negative tests after he had been transferred, it was safe to assume that the patient was not infected. He was eventually transferred back to the regular floor and scheduled for surgery, and he was discharged a few days later. So let's discuss what happened here. The first scenario was, could the patient have had a false positive test at the nursing home? It's possible, but since we know that there are carriers of this disease, it's hard to assume that this test was false. We do know that there are a lot of false negatives out there, which means that the test could be coming up as a negative result despite the patient still having the coronavirus. Now, the next scenario we ran through was, could the outside lab have given us the wrong result on the wrong patient. I mean, that's also possible, but unlikely, and it's also very hard to prove. The most likely scenario, what we think happened, was that the patient was a carrier, and he tested positive at the nursing home, and by the time he transferred to the hospital, he was no longer shedding the virus. And that's why every time we kept testing him, his tests were coming back negative. Now, this patient would have been a good patient to do an antibody test on to see if he had developed long-term antibodies to the virus, but unfortunately, this test was not performed when he was transferred. That would have confirmed his positive result at the nursing home. Anyways, the most important thing that came out of all this was that we potentially avoided an outbreak in the unit because for a moment there, we were really scared that the whole unit might have been exposed. 
This meant that we could have gotten a lot of people sick and passed it on to other patients who weren't sick in the first place or who had come into the hospital for a completely different reason. And we could have passed this virus on to our family members as well. Since nursing homes and long-term care facilities and rehab places are all considered high-risk areas for infection, it's so important that if these patients are admitted to a hospital, they must be admitted to a designated unit where they can be ruled out for coronavirus before they transfer to a regular floor. This should be standard at all hospitals, no questions asked. It would also help if the hospital staff knew that they were being tested for coronavirus at the outside facility before being transferred. That information would have been very helpful as it would have avoided unnecessary exposure for no reason. I also wish that they ordered the antibody test on him because that would have given us a lot more information on whether that positive test was actually true. So as you can see, we are learning a lot about this virus, you know, but never in my life have I faced a deadly virus where if there is just one small misstep or we don't get all the information, you can potentially expose other people and spread the disease. And since this virus is very lethal, it can cause unnecessary harm to our patients and to family members who we love, which is why it's so important not to let your guard down and be as thorough as possible because this virus has killed more than 340,000 people worldwide and counting. It's also important that, you know, if nurses are not able to collect a good sample, and again, it's not their fault, just document and say that that sample was not adequate because that would tell me as a physician that, hey, I can't trust that result and I have to assume that that patient is a carrier and just take the proper precautions that are needed. We should just be taking proper precautions regardless because even though we are testing patients and screening them when they come in, that is not to say that if they test negative one day, the next day they could start turning out to be positive because they may have come in contact or been exposed to someone before they come into the hospital. So you still cannot let your guard down. You still have to keep your safe distance. You still got to keep wearing a mask and your goggles and keep washing your hands with soap after every hospital encounter. Otherwise, it just creates a false sense of security and it would just cause us to let our guard down. And that's what leads us into getting into trouble. Let me just say my heart is racing really fast right now because I'm so glad that this patient is negative and everyone in the hospital is not showing any signs of the coronavirus. But at our, you need to get tested just for our sanity. Yeah, I mean, I plan on getting tested um, soon which would give us a better idea of what's going on. And it would also give me information on, you know, whether I've ever been exposed or whether I'm doing a good job keeping a safe distance from patients who are positive. So that's the episode we wanted to do. Um, I hope this was a little bit helpful. Uh, we just wanted to share uh, my experience. Well, I just wanted to share my experience that I went through at the hospital because I had never gone through this before. And we're still learning a lot about this virus. And... Um, you know, but we want to keep it as an open book as we can to let the audience know what we're going through, um, because the more information we know about this, the better it is for everyone. So this means you'll be sleeping upstairs for the next two weeks. I'll get my pillow. <laughs> <laughs>